welcome back here on Coast Access Radio 104.7. I know you're drooling already, aren't you? I am. I am. Morena anyway, Tanya. <laughs> hey. It's great to be here. Yeah. And uh, yes, we're going to just do some a bit of cake baking this morning. Do people still bake? Well, I'm just reading home baking is not a lost art. It's alive <laughs> and well, and especially here at Access Radio, it's alive and well. Well, absolutely, because you're encouraging people by supplying four recipes every week. And That's right. Quirky, you've been doing it for a couple of years now. I must be coming up to two ah, years, actually. Yes, be. I'll be having an anniversary soon. I tell you what, I've got such a stack of recipes <laughs> in my filing cabinet. It's about to fall over sideways. <laughs> hmm, might have to do something about that. But if you want to find the recipes from today before we even start, go to Facebook to Coast Access Radio and you find Gail's recipes there every week. And there's a yummy photo of your Welsh cakes up there as well. Well. Well, I wow. made those and then I thought, why shouldn't I send these to Tanya yeah. to put on her Facebook page? Because I know way, way, way back, because um, this recipe had a tick. Remember I said about yep. the ticks? And uh, and I thought, yeah, but I don't think I ever sent a photograph of them. And I made them and they were fresh and they were lovely. And I thought, here we go. So if you want to um, make some, you'll have to search for the recipe. <laughs> you'll certainly be scrolling. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're going to start off today with easy fruit cake with brandy icing. Now, this sounds really Really good, and uh, I know. Tanya always says, you know, she's not, you know, the famous cook and all that sort of thing. But um, I thought, I think she might be able to do this one because it says it's easy. <laughs> Thanks. Let's just see if it is. <laughs> right. Okay. And it's an uncomplicated cake, so they tell me. So here we go. 800 grams of mixed dried fruit, 250 grams of sugar, one teaspoon of mixed spice, 250 grams of butter, one cup of water and one teaspoon of baking soda. Well, there you are. That's the ingredient so far. So far. So we're heating the oven to 160 degrees Celsius and combine those ingredients in a large saucepan and boil for three minutes. Okay, bring them to the boil. Boil for three minutes. Take them off the heat. Add two beaten eggs, one teaspoon each of vanilla, lemon and almond essence. One tablespoon of brandy. Now, if you haven't got brandy, like the alcohol brandy, um, I think they do sell a brandy essence. So oh, yeah. whether that would, you know, if you haven't, you've made it and you sort of think, oh, I haven't got any brandy, um, you can actually, I think, use the brandy essence. That would be a lot cheaper too because a hip flask of brandy is about 20 bucks. Yeah, well, I've <laughs> I've known before, if, you, if your local bottle store or something like that, I mean, oh, no, I don't think they sell it by the... Loose, do they? No, no. And I don't know how small. But you can get those little wee... The miniatures. The miniatures. Go and raid your grandparents' house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you get lucky enough to get a miniature just on its own, well, that's probably enough. That's sufficient. But uh, but anyway, aside from that, you can use essence. I've got brandy essence in my pantry. Mm. Two uh, cups of um, flour and one teaspoon of baking powder. And combine the ingredients and pour into a lined or greased 20 centimetre cake tin. Okay, so you're just adding, you're adding the dry ingredients to those other liquidy ones. So there's the easy part. Mm. Now you bake it for approximately two to two and a half hours. And we know if you've got a cake tester, just stick it through the middle or a very sort of like sharp pointy knife um, through the middle. And if it comes out clean, well, your cake's cooked. And now to make it taste even yummier, we've got 
brandy icing. So 185 grams of butter, 500 grams of icing sugar, three tablespoons of brandy. Oops, you might have to go out and buy a small one. Yeah, and two teaspoons of vanilla. Good for a special occasion. Now, all you're doing here with the brandy icing is creaming the butter and sugar. Um, you know, usually make it quite creamy. And then add the rest of the ingredients and beat well. And then make sure it's all combined. And then ice the cake when it's cool. So have I got a picture of that cake? It's actually oh, really easy. I have, I have, I have. Um, yes. Stop hogging it over there. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, oh, that looks nice. The, um, they've actually decorated, I think, with um, grated sort of like chocolate on top. Oh, yeah, that looks good. You know, it looks really, really nice. And uh, to me, it's probably unnecessary, but it does look nice. And it looks like they've dropped a few blueberries or something over it. But anyway, it looks very, very nice. You don't need to add all that. Just enjoy the brandy icing with the cake. Yes, so there you are. Easy fruit cake. Hmm. All right. I've actually got a bottle of brandy at home. I'm just looking. I've got a lot of those ingredients, but I don't have the dried fruit. Yeah, well, that's all right. You can just go down and pick uh, one of those up from the supermarket if you're lucky enough to find one on the shelf just at yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? It's it is going a bit through like that. Yeah. Sometimes toilet paper and flowers out, yeah. and then the next yeah. week it's brown sugar and then butter yeah, and Yeah, odd sort of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, you can buy a packet of, um, you know, already mixed fruit. and But you can, Tanya, if you've got a variety of mixed fruit at home, yeah. you know, currants, sultanas, raisins and peel and cherries, just mix it up to 800 grams. Yeah, fair so, enough. So same thing, but yeah. uh, it's a lot more convenient to buy it in the packet. Right, this next one, when you send it through in an email, it just made me think <laughs> a cake taking on like a human form and going, <laughs> I know you want to bite me. Come on, I'm sultry. <laughs> what? A sultry dark chocolate oh cake? Oh, my goodness. Get her on the stage, Sh- please. Well, this thing needs yeah. a bit of red lace around it by the sound of it. <laughs> Crikey. And yes, well, after all that theatrical bit, we've got a sultry dark chocolate cake. Now, I just sort of, I I thought, what's a sultry dark chocolate cake? Peeled to me when I saw it, so I thought, yes, let's go for that. And it's really simple to make another easy one uh, because it's basically made in a um, a food processor. So um, it's really quite good. And it's not that sweet, apparently. It's, um, you know, not oversweet for, for those that don't like anything too sweet. Now, we're going to start off with, um, I think it's two-thirds of a cup of strong black coffee. Now, um, you can use, you know, your good instant coffee, but make sure it's strong because I think it's important that this cake has, you know, got that strong black coffee. Uh, That's probably what makes it sultry. I don't know the colour or something. (laughs) One and a half cups of um, sugar. One and a quarter cups of self-raising flour. Um, a half a cup of cocoa, one teaspoon of baking soda, one twenty-five grams of butter, one teaspoon of vanilla essence, three quarters of a cup of plain yogurt. You know, um, unsweetened. I think a lot of yogurts unsweetened, but I, I just think plain yogurt anyway. Um, that might be why it's not such a sweet one, although it has got. 340 grams of sugar? Okay. But anyway, this this is what we're doing. And two large eggs. So what you're doing first, of course, you're going to make your coffee and let it cool because you don't want it to go into your cake mixture hot. 
Preheat the oven to 160. A nice slow oven like we did with our easy fruit cake. It's a slow oven. Grease a 22-centimetre uh, ring tin, um, you know, diameter round, and it says six centimetres deep. So you can measure it, but I sort of think, just look at it and sort of think, yes, my mixture's going to go in there. And, and it needs to be a spring form pan, okay? Line the base with our favourite baking paper. Um, I'm not saying that it won't come out if you haven't got a spring form, but you just have to be just a little bit more careful. Mm. Spring form's easy, just click, and it comes undone. Now you're putting the sugar, flour, cocoa, and baking soda into a food processor and process just to combine those ingredients, okay? Melt butter and add vanilla, coffee, which is cooled down, and yogurt, Break eggs into the dry ingredients, but please, we've got a rule, haven't we? Break them first into a dish. You don't want to break those straight into that and think, oh, whoops, I've had that egg for, you know, a month or something and it's gone (laughs) off. So break eggs into the dry ingredients, but firstly, please break them separately so you're not going to ruin your whole baking um, mixture. And then add liquids and pulse to mix in in the processor. Just pulse it and you'll see it all coming together. And put that mixture uh, into the tin and bake, as I said, at 160 degrees for 40 to 45 minutes. Uh, Same with the tester. Put it through. No sticky um, mixture comes out, so that means it's cooked. But then you cool uh, in the tin for 10 to 15 minutes. So don't be in a hurry to get it out. Then you're cooling completely on a wire rack. So before you do anything else for it. Now, I think I gave you, did I give you the recipe for the ganache, did I, mm-hmm. Tanya? Yep. Oh, Because I thought, well, you don't have a chocolate cake without, without chocolate icing, but in this case, ganache. So for the chocolate ganache, melt 150 grams of dark chocolate with 75 to 100 mils of cream. Now, cool until thick enough to spread um, and cover the top of the cake and leave to set. So it'll probably be a little bit runny. The illustration shows it sort of running down the side. Um, but, you know, that will set, of course, once it goes cold. So you're just melting that dark chocolate, not, don't let it bubble, and then just let it cool. And it thickens on cooling and just put it over. I always like a cake that's sort of got a bit running down the sides and that sort of looks really nice Mm. and um, you can decorate if you want to so I'm going to just show this to Tanya as well because she likes looking at pictures I do I'm a visual person picture book things on a Wednesday (laughs) and Saturday Um, oh what's that on top it's It's got orange orange segments yeah yeah, orange segments if you wanted to but you can just just leave it plain and just do a few squiggles across the top yeah you can yeah make it fancy yeah, so that's our sultry chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, There we go. You get your sexy and your sultry <laughs> recipes here from Gail. Always on on a Saturday morning at 11.30 at the table with Gail and then repeated the following Tuesday at 4.30. So go to our Facebook page and find this recipe right now. And we're going to have a song, and I thought of a Kiwi song. Crowded House brought out a song. Cool, I must have been in about third form or something. I think it was oh. 87 with oh, that chocolate wasn't that cake. that long ago for Tanya. 87? <laughs> <laughs> it's a 22 and 13. <laughs> no, let's not go there. No.
music there about food that's crowded house from i think 1987 or 1988 with chocolate cake oh, 
It's just amazing. I'm going to play that when I get home. I really liked it when I just heard a little bit of it just before. So, um, yeah, interesting song. I know, talented lyricist, right, when you really get down to it and listen. Yeah. And, it's critical. Ki- and it's Kiwi. They're saying, Tanya Ellis, boy, could she lose some weight. That's why I work in radio, eh? Now, actually, we're doing a salad next, so not the cakey things at the moment. This one looks – I actually, I'm quite intrigued because I'm not really a blue cheese fan, but the rest of it – I like, and I like blue cheese in things, so oh. I think in the dressing it'll be really quite nice. Well, it could be, and it's uh, Captain Bay, so there's obviously a blue cheese called Captain Bay, and it's called Captain Bay Blue Blue Salad. Mm. And um, when I looked at this, apart from the fact that I looked at the illustration and I thought, I looked at that first, to be quite honest, and I thought, oh, that looks really quite nice. And... Um, you know, having had picked some red apples, red skinned apples off my own tree, but mm. I've got no more. But I looked at it and it had um, some tender celery stalks in it. And I thought, oh, I've got some lovely tender celery stalks in my plastic house. So that's what appealed to me because I thought, hmm, quite a nice salad to make. So anyway, here we go. Two red skinned apples, four to six tender celery stalks and mine are quite sort of thin they're not the real chunky chunky celery so they are nice and tender i presume Mm -hmm. one to two tablespoons of chopped parsley and three quarters of a cup of roasted peanuts roughly chopped and one cup of mung bean sprouts which i haven't had for a while but they are lovely now that is your actual salad part now the dressing is one small spring onion 125 gram creamy blue cheese and Captain's Bay or um, creamy blue or blue de montage. Is that how you say it? Or montagna? I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) uh, guess what? Any blue cheese. Um, Quarter of a cup of grapeseed oil. And I don't know whether that actually adds to the flavour, but I don't have grapeseed oil personally myself. So I'm just wondering whether you could use um, just an ordinary oil. Uh, half a cup of um, natural yogurt, you know, that's just the, the plain one. And a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, beautifully fresh ground black pepper, and one to two tablespoons of lemon juice. So that's what we're doing there. So we'll wash, dry, and core apples, then cut into small dice, and you leave the skin on because that's where part of the goodness is, and finally chop the celery. Mix the apple, celery, parsley, and most of the peanuts. Make the dressing, trim the spring onion, then wash dry and cut into short lengths. Place in a food processor with the cubed cheese, so you're cutting up your blue cheese into cubes. Blend until smooth, gradually adding the oil and the yogurt. Add plenty of pepper, the salt, and lemon juice and blend well. Mm. And I think with you saying you don't mind things with with blue cheese in it. So, Mm. I mean, this would be a lovely creamy mixture, Tanya. Mm -hmm. And taste, give it the good, you know, dip your finger in, (laughs) naughty people, and add more lemon juice and salt if needed. Now, you're not going to swamp the salad with the dressing. You stir sufficient dressing into the apple mixture to make a moist mixture. So don't be tempted if you've got quite a bit out of that dressing to just swamp it because I always think it's better to just, you know, just get it coated and it's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, lightly toss uh, through most of the bean sprouts, 
turn into a salad bowl, and this looks really nice, and top with the remaining sprouts and your the remaining nuts. And it does look nice. And you can always serve it with just a lettuce salad if you like, but um, or just with a nice, some nice crunchy bread. And I'm now, again, going to show Tania the illustration. And there's a fork already on the plate ready for somebody to eat it. Oh, that looks good. Actually, Mum used to grow mung beans ages ago. You know, Everybody you just put did them in the jar. Yeah, in the jar. Where I and you know. give it a t- exactly. toss every day and then yeah. they grow up. Why don't we do it now, Tanya? Because yeah. you can buy them so readily in the containers. I know. So you can just go in and think, oh, mung beans, I'll have those. So yeah. it's not like we used to do, you know, with the watering them. In the, and it was interesting seeing them sprout. It was. You felt it like was, you had a living thing. Exactly. It was fun. It was yeah. Like, Hello, my little babies. Yeah. And they go really well with um, satay sauce as well, if you've got anything with what, the mung satay. beans? Yeah. Oh, Because they get okay. that fresh crunch with the peanutty oh, sauce. So if oh. you're having something with satay sauce and rice... Mung beans in there just gives that fresh bit of crunch. Crunch, because yeah, no, it's just they're basically water, aren't they? Really? Well, I suppose you do water them, but they are green. Oh, they are green, aren't they? Oh, they're the alfalfa. Some the white ones are the mung beans. Oh, the white ones are the mung beans with the little beanie thing on the end. Yeah, of it. they pop oh, out of their seed and they sort that's of hang That's right. The end. That's yeah. right. They are too. But anyway, yeah. So there you are. That's our um, that's our salad, and uh, very interesting, lovely and fresh sounding. You know, oh, I think that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. All right, but we're ending on something sweet today, aren't well, we? Well, we are, because I was thinking, I, I might be a bit premature, but, you know, Easter is coming up. I think it's mid-April or something, oh. I think. But anyway, don't oh. get, we won't get too carried away with the, um, you know, with the date. But I just thought to myself, well, you know, weekly, you know, the weeks go by and all of a sudden it is Easter. So I saw yeah. this and I thought, well, listen, why not prepare ourselves for this, you know, decadent little piece of sweetness? And it's called Easter Rocky Road. And it is, um, yeah, it's got quite a bit of stuff in it. That's a bit naughty, but never mind. We'll go uh, <laughs> 270 grams of white chocolate buttons. And you can buy these loosely, I think, at the supermarkets. Um, two cups of the mini marshmallows, and they sell those by the packet. Do I sound like I know all this? Yeah, you yes, do. I do. <laughs> yeah, you've got yeah. grandkids. Hey? you got multiple <laughs> And 45 grams of salted popcorn. And a quarter of a cup of um, shredded coconut and one cup of those mini coloured Easter eggs. You know, we've seen them. You can buy those in the packet, can't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. So basically, line a 20 by 20, and that's a slice tin with tin foil. Um, I don't know whether I'd be a bit inclined to give it a spray. But anyway, it'll stop it for the mixture from sticking in there. Place the, the chocolate buttons in a heat-proof bowl over simmering water, and we know that the water should not touch the bowl. But I sort of, apart from that, I must admit I do cheat sometimes and do like five seconds in the five seconds in the microwave. Stir it; it might have begun to melt. But if it hasn't, just another four seconds or something. You can do it like that if you want to, but. You've got to be mindful. It's like five seconds at a time, tops, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then just keep stirring it. And that's all you can do at the water method. But until it's melted and smooth and just remove from the heat, uh, add the marshmallows and popcorn uh, to the chocolate, stirring very quickly to combine and pour and spread evenly um, into the tin. 
Now, then you sprinkle the coconut over top and, you know, it's that threaded coconut, I think, rather than the desiccated, you know, just the the longer leaf one. But it doesn't matter. Coconut is coconut, but it might be to do with the appearance. And then dot over the little Easter eggs. Uh, Please take the foil off. And, (laughs) um, yeah, I don't think the foil is on them. And or any type of those little Easter eggs. They don't have to be the foiled ones that you have to un you know unfoil. I think there's all sorts of little Easter eggs around when it comes up, and they're in the shops now anyway. Yep. And dot over the Easter eggs, pushing them in just a little bit, you know, sort of so that the eggs are sort of really popping out on top, so the kitties or whoever's eating it can see. And then you refrigerate that. Uh, for 30 minutes now get a decent good sharp knife and cut into pieces and sometimes I just run the knife under hot water for a bit just to get a good start and um, store in an airtight container and ready for for the kids after school or ready for anybody actually instant little treat yum Easter Mm. rocky road Oh, and she's got a picture. Oh, it's those little wee pastel-coloured speckled eggs. Yeah, they look like yeah. little wee quail eggs. Yeah, they're not necessarily, they're not chocolate. Yeah, they are like yeah. those little wee ones. Although, yeah, no, they are. And you can sort of see the marshmallows and stuff. But, yeah, little treat for, for Easter, I would say. Absolutely. Mm. Make it for your neighbour. Actually, if my neighbour's listening, make it for me. I like <laughs> things like that. Oh, look, I should get back into the kitchen, shouldn't I? I'm pretty slack with things like this, but... um. I don't know. You inspire me every week to at least think about. So, have you made anything it. just lately, Tanya? <laughs> you just let me in on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't hold your breath. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, but okay. I'm inspired by some of your recipes. I've taken them home. They've oh, got that's that good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, on a rainy day, you can go through them or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like my mum. She goes through her recipe books and finds old ones, and I think. Crikey. Well, I went to um, pick up a friend last night for a meeting, actually, and uh, and I sat at her table because it's a bit like mine, cluttered. Sorry, Hannah. If you're listening, and uh, anyway, she, um, I was looking and I said, "Oh, you've got some recipes there." So um, the first one I picked up, and I said, "Oh, could you go and copy that, please? I'm going to use it for my program next week." Excellent. So you know, that's how you find these recipes, Tanya. Absolutely, yeah. sharing the love and yes, sharing the love and yeah. sharing the food. All right. Well, we hope you enjoy, and we will catch you same bat time, same bat channel on your most diverse radio station, <laughs> serving the communities of Hortofino and Kapiti, Coast Access Radio. Thank you, Gail. Kakiti.
This program is made with assistance from New Zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand on air.